Hello everyone, my name is Ayomide Salami. Welcome to another exciting episode of Buzz on Broad Street. Um, today I am here with two of my colleagues, Bolade Agbola and Sadiq Safiriyu. So Bolade, how are you doing? How was your week? I'm doing great. My week was fine, thank God. And you, Sadiq, how are you doing? How was your week? How did your week go? Yeah, I'm doing very well, thank you. And my week went very well too, thank you very much. How about you, Ayo? How was it? My week was also good. It went well. Okay, so um, so I'll be starting with you, Sadiq. This week, the Monetary Policy Committee hiked um, the monetary policy rate by 100 basis points to 16.5%. So um, can, you tell, can you tell us what your thoughts are? All right, thank you very much. So um, for the you know, MPC meeting, the last meeting for the year, you know, it, it was something that we've, we were looking forward to, and just as our expectation that the monetary policy um, committee would, you know, keep up with its um, hawkish stance, you know, it, it turned out that way, right? The MPC increased rate by 100 basis points, as you mentioned, and major consideration for it is uh, the rising inflation rate here in Nigeria sitting at 21.09% as at, um, in October you know and also um, the talks around um, capital outflow based on other global monetary authorities hiking rates so yes um, now cumulatively we have 500 basis points from where we were at the beginning of the year 11.5% to 16.5% now Expectedly, you know, for the banks, really, I expect that this would, you know, improve, it would give them that opportunity to reprice their loans and as well um, turn into increased interest income for them. On the other hand, you know, the slowdown in economy activities in, in that aspect might make them more reluctant to give out loans. You know, but ultimately, I expect that net interest margin for the banks would do well. And yeah, those are my thoughts around you know the MPC meeting for the week. All right, Sadiq, thank you. Now over to you, Bolade. This week, the National Bureau of Statistics released um, the GDP report, the real GDP report for Q3 2022. So, um, and we also saw a slowdown compared to what was recorded in Q2 2022. So, um, can you just run us through this report? What are your thoughts and what are your expectations? All right, thank you, Ayo, for the question. Um, so. The, according to the NBS, GDP grew by 2.25%. And yes, it was a slowdown compared to what we saw in Q2 2022, where GDP, what, we, what was recorded was 3.54%. And like um, Sadiq rightly mentioned, the MP, the Monetary Policy Committee, as we know, hiking rates and this has led to you know the increase in cost of borrowing for especially um, organizations in the in the real sector and you know and following increased cost of borrowing and also the increased cost of inputs due to high inflationary pressures in the country it's you know it's going to like impact um, production activities in the real sector and consequently the 
non-oil GDP grew by 4.27%, which was also a slowdown compared to what we saw in Q2 2022, where um, it did 4.77%. And for the oil oil sector GDP, which is on a different level on its own, um, we also saw further contraction in the oil GDP and contracted by um, 22.67%. This is majorly attributed to the the decline in production activities in the oil and gas sector and due to the pipeline vandalism, crude oil theft, amongst many other structural challenges that is faced in the oil and gas sector. Uh, my expectation for GDP is, is remains positive that GDP will continue to grow, but at a slower pace following the impact of this um, M- um, monetary policy rate I, that is no currently going on the Yorkish stance by the monetary authorities and then for the non-oil GDP we also expect um, growth but also at a slower pace for the oil sector GDP it's quite um, it's quite a dicey one given the fact that in October 2022 oil production you know improved to back to above um, 1 million barrels per day and we note that this improvement was on the back of the you know intense intensified effort by the government to to curb to combat the oil theft pipeline vandalism the illegal pipelines that you know were found amongst many other things so although we would expect that if this um, intensified effort you know continues that oil production would improve but i don't think that it would improve in such a way that it would just suddenly you know drag the oil sector gdp to the positive region so uh, it's a dicey one for me but generally i think the gdp would grow but at a slower pace thank you Thank you for it. Thank you, Balade. Um, Sadiq, um, I'm back to you. So um, can you tell us about the performance of the fixed income market and following the rate hike by the Monetary Policy Committee, what are your expectations for the fixed income markets? All right, thank you. And so it's always in, um, interesting and exciting to talk about the fixed income markets, impact of rate hikes, uh, you know, on on the instruments, especially the treasury instruments. We saw immediate um, reaction on, you know, in, in, in the three bills auction that took place on Wednesday, that was the day after um, the MPC meeting and the decisions were announced, right? So uh, on this, you know, across the three instruments for 91 day and 182 day, we saw um, rates, stop rates remain flat at 6.5% and 8.05% respectively. However, on the 364-day instrument, you know, um, the, the stop rates improved by 85 basis points, you know, to about 14.84%. So you might want to sort of ask, okay, why... Um, 91 day and 182 day remain flat, 364 improved. Uh, um, for a while now, we've been seeing that um, diversion of subscription towards the longer term instruments, that's the 364 day in this case. Right? So 
on both um, 91 and 182 there was sort of reduced subscription um, compared to the offer but on the 364 we saw that improvement there and you know that's also filtered into the um, into the stop rates at the end of the day in the secondary markets for both tribus and bond we saw um, uptrend in youth as expected right that's you know the the, the secondary market will sort of um, mirror what is happening in the fixed in the PME that's the primary market auction in this case and yeah both on TV, in the TVs and, and bond markets we saw uptrend in those instruments. So you are saying now that we should, we should go and invest in the fixed income markets well, for a while now, the, the fixed income market has been pouring money out. <laughs> I'm sure the big service investors are making money. You know, they are securing the bag as it is at this case. So, yeah, the, the, treasury, the tre- treasury instruments are actually pretty much attractive at this, at this point. And with this, this further rate hike, for the rest of this year, I mean, we, continue to, we should continue to see that uptrend in yields. All right, thank you, Sadiq. So moving on to the equities market, it was quite an interesting week for the equities market. We saw um, a significant increase in the year-to-date returns, and we also saw investors take position on um, bellwethers. So, Sadiq, can you run us through the happenings in the equities market this week? What drove the bargain hunting activities, and what are your expectations for the equities market? All right, thank you very much for that. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't call it quite interesting. I would call it very interesting in this case because uh, following the market for the week, gains, 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 everywhere green, everywhere green. Like, what is happening? Monday again, Tuesday again, Wednesday again, Thursday again, even Friday again. Ah, ah. Well, well as you mentioned, positioning in bellwether stocks, right? Um, so... Um, positioning in likes of Danksem, likes of um, Boa Cement, Jitsuko gained, Stambi gained, Zenith gained, MTN gained, Airtel gained, uh, notably NB, um, Nigeria Breweries gained. Well, that, that, that was expected. If, if you check Meristem's stock peak, you will see NB there. <laughs> and, it, and it finished as the top gainer this week. You know, and, and majorly because of um, the the announcement of bonus bonus share issue that was announced um, you know last week i think that was on friday so we saw that movement right and really it was when i say uh, beyond what was expected right gaining um, about 6 points uh, about 6.88 percent week on week that's i don't i don't think I, I personally i didn't expect that right i didn't i didn't expect that movement so really uh, positioning in bellwether as you mentioned drove the market considering um their their weights on, on on the equities markets going forward right i i don't want to call it now that it is bullish even if uh, even though the the way it is looking it's looking bullish you know five consecutive days Recorded gains, um, the market breadth, which is, which measures um, top gainer and top loser, you know, is at two point seven or thereabouts. Yes, with fifty five tickers gaining and twenty losing. So while I don't want to call it bullish, maybe it's too early. Uh, you know, it might just be a good time for 
for you know rich investors to start taking position in tickers that have um, you know shared some valuation over over the period. Good, so that our portfolio will go back to being robust. It's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. So um, next week, do you expect to see a reversal? In the equities market, yeah. well, uh, you know, as I, as I said, um, I, I think the, the equities market is really looking attractive and investors are, you know, as much as possible taking positions, right? And very too, too early to call that it is bullish, but with the mood, I, I, I would expect, so I expect that you know, investors continue to take um, position on these tickers. We still have, we still have um, tickers with that are still at low valuation, the likes of GT code, the likes of, like of Zenit. Even MTN at, at 210 is still low compared to its year I at 270. So these tickers sort of give you know, that opportunity to enter into and take position depending how the market is dri- or where the market is driving you to. And with the way it is going, I think it's hope for me. It's like investors already know that... Ah the monetary authorities will be hawkish so let them do their thing let us do our thing in the equities market well it's a good thing yeah you can you can like that's just it priced it into the into their decision and yeah we can see it in what they have been doing in the equities market Thank you, Bolade and Sadiq, for your contributions. That brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you for listening. Do have a wonderful weekend. Bye. The podcast you just listened to reflects the independent opinion of the host who are analysts at Meristem Securities Limited and does not reflect the view of Meristem Securities or any of its subsidiaries. The podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to serve as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is not also a research report and is not intended to serve as a basis for any investment decision. Thank you. Meristem Securities Limited.